Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. We're live. Happy... (laughs) Happy Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, what's up, Bambi? Oh, you know, just another Sunday morning. How about you? <laughs> well, yeah, it's just another Sunday morning, but I'm actually like really excited about this particular Sunday because uh, I totally didn't realize that it was Memorial Day weekend this weekend. So we have another day. I mean, not that like most people don't have another day because of quarantine, but like my fiance still works. So it really feels like when he has off, I'm like, oh, it's another weekend day. So I'm pumped. I'm pumped. How are you? What's going on in your world? Oh, I had an interesting experience last night that we're going to talk about. So yay. Yay. Lay it on us. All right. So, okay. So let's start at the beginning. Um, So I'm sleeping and I'm having this, I saw this image earlier during the day when I was awake of the Arturians. Like it's a pretty well-known image on the internet. Google it. They're blue. They're just kind of staring at you. So I'm dreaming and in my dream, I'm in some kind of command center. Okay. Also, I should preface it that I don't ever remember my dreams. Pretty, very, very rarely. So I'm in um, the command center and there's like a lot of buttons that I'm pushing and things like that. And there's a glass in front of me and it's kind of, I don't see anything in front of me. But what I do see somewhere, I don't remember where, but somewhere I see a picture of the Arcturians and all they did was look at me and the picture came alive and it like, they like shook their head back and forth. No. And I remember feeling like not again, which is irrelevant to the story. But then I started panicking and I saw in front of me in the glass was Alex, my husband sleeping and I could see him sleeping there. And so I start screaming for him to help me, help me, help me. Like, um, And I was screaming so loudly that like my voice strained and like I couldn't say anything towards the end. But then I wake up and I realize like I'm lying on my side staring at him and I couldn't move. I couldn't do I couldn't do anything. I could just couldn't talk just laying there staring at him. And I remember feeling like you have sleep paralysis. It's okay. You know, this will pass. Like, you understand what this is. It's fine. And then I remember feeling like, oh, check to see if there's someone else here. And so I couldn't move my head, but I was feeling into it. And I didn't feel like there was anybody there. There could have been because I was, like, going in and out of sleep still. Um, 
But then I started praying and asking Archangel Michael for protection. I started putting myself in a bubble, like all of the things I know to do. And then when I could move, I sat up and I just kind of like felt around the room and there was no one else with me. Um, but I remember feeling the whole time, like you, you're under psychic attack, like that something happened and it was really interesting. So then I turned the TV on cause then I was freaked out, but my heart was racing. Like it was really weird. And Alexa was telling me that she's had sleep paralysis before. I have never, this is a first for me. Yeah, I've had sleep paralysis before, but my sleep paralysis was like, well, it was like that where I felt like, well, I'll tell you my sleep paralysis. So I woke up and I'd heard of sleep paralysis before I'd experienced it. And I I would read people's accounts and be like, what? What happened? Like all the accounts sounded the same. They said they would wake up in the middle of the night and they felt like people were hovering over them fucking with them and that they felt like they couldn't move and they couldn't scream and they couldn't do anything and it was just terrifying. So I just remember thinking, that's insane. Like, how can people be experiencing that? And then one night, it happened to me exactly that way. I woke up and I saw this, literally, it looked like the um, like the evil witch from like um, Snow White, you know, the one that offers her like the apple, Ooh, yeah. that one with the long throne. Are you looking at the ceiling? Yeah, I'm laying on my back. And I just see three figures hovering over me and the the one was like that crone, like the old ugly like crone with like yeah. like long nose, wart, like evil, like pointy face, hood on, long like gray hair. And then it looked like literally like two little gargoyle figures on either side of her. And they're, it looks like they're just hovering over you, kind of like prodding you, like laughing about it, like fucking with you. And I just remember screaming at the top of my lungs, but no one could hear. And in when this is happening, I look over and I see my partner. He's asleep right there, but I'm screaming and he can't hear me. Um, and it was absolutely terrifying. Um, so after that, I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah, this is this is crazy. Like, I don't know what this is. And I was talking to Ambie. I was like, in retrospect, I wonder if that is some sort of um, like you're interpreting it as these figures, but maybe it's actually, you know, like other beings that are observing you or like, cause Amby, you've had like visitors in the night, like, you know, like where they were like, well, we're just here to really like observe. And yeah, I've had, I've had a couple of different visitors and I didn't feel scared or panicked or anything like that. It was very like, this is what's going to happen. It was like, cool. Sounds good. Um, but this was different. And the image that kept going or the the thing that I kept hearing in my mind was the like, this is a psychic attack. Like th- something's happening here, actually. So From I Googled. Who? I don't know. It's a good question. But I Googled sleep paralysis. So sleep paralysis, it's an inability to move or uh, speak while you're falling asleep or you're waking up. And then it's pretty common, like more than 3 million people a year have it. Um, And it is caused by like um, a lack of sleep. It's more likely according to Wikipedia. Can can we like feel into like the spiritual reasoning for this? Sure. I also want to look up what a a Google image of a psychic attack. Okay. Okay. Hold on. (sighs) 
It's really interesting that the first place humans go to is like, I've done something wrong. And so now I'm being punished Punished. for this thing, you know? Yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, Okay. So now I'm open um, and I, I keep hearing psychic attack. So who was psychic attacking you? I don't know. Can, Can you, you Google ask? what a psychic attack is, why I do that? Sure. We'll work together. So the information that I got is, I need to write this down. A psychic attack is when you are attacking yourself throughout the day for something. Hmm. Yeah. That you've done. Yeah. Or that it's been done to you. So a psychic attack is on your from yourself. Yeah, most of the time. That's crazy because remember like a few weeks ago when I told you I felt like I was describing how I felt to you and you're like, that sounds like a psychic attack to me. You're like, did you bother? Did you like piss someone off recently? And I was like, I don't know. And then you felt into it and you're like, oh, it's, it's from you. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah. Can I read to you what I found on psychic attacks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, psychic attacks may manifest in the dream world or through energetic impacts on the body in the waking world. They are mental intrusions, efforts from free-floating energies or specific people to enter your psyche and make some kind of detrimental impact or extract information. Um, try not to fear the greatest defense tools, the power of love. Um, negative energies thrive in the presence of additional negative energies like fear. Uh, signs of a psychic attack, disabling fear or anxiety, nightmares or night terrors, often involving attacks, extreme fatigue, emotional or spiritual paralysis, questioning your path, values, or sanity. <laughs> you been doing that? Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah? Yep. I did it yesterday. Wow. I did. So this, so so what you're saying is this sleep, this the sleep paralysis was caused by. Oh, do you think that's what the shaking the head at you was? Yes, I do. It's like you're doing it again. You're questioning yourself. Oh my god! And that goes back to you didn't tell the story about when you were six, but that makes sense with that story when it's it's happening again. You're questioning yourself again. Oh my god! Tell oh us bumps. Did you get my text message I just sent you? Don't say it out loud. Yeah. Um, I saw it. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, um. Oh, interesting. So when I was, um, in the sixth grade, not six, when I was oh. in the sixth grade, no worries. Um, this is a weird story. I haven't told anybody this until today. Now I'm telling everybody. So <laughs> essentially, Um, I was every morning I would get ready for school. Nobody would be at my, we had like a two bedroom apartment with literally six people. It was not an ideal situation, but nobody would be there. I would be alone getting ready for school. And then I would have my friend come to my apartment and we would walk to school together. So I was very much awake. I was dressed. I was in the living room. Um, and the news was on in the background. Like I wasn't actively watching it. It was on the background. So I was waiting for my friend. And all of a sudden, the newscaster, she I can tell you exactly what she looks like to this day, but she's doing her thing. She's whatever. And she stops, stares at the TV and says, open the door. 
And I'm like, what the hell? Just because it felt like she was talking to me. And I was like, what just happened? And I'm thinking like, you're crazy. You have lost your mind. Like, there's no way that she was talking to you. Like, you weren't paying attention. It has something to do with the news. Like, I'm trying to rationalize this. But as I'm rationalizing this, I have my door, my hand on the door because I'm ready to bolt, right? Like, I'm out. And so, so I have my hand on the door. And so she stops again and says, I said, open the door. And I'm like, what the fuck? And so now I'm like real freaked out. Okay. So now I'm like, do I open the door? Do I not open? Like I'm overthinking the whole thing. So I open the door. Nobody's there. Nothing happened. But I think I did. If I know myself at that age, I probably like ran downstairs outside and just waited for my friend outside. And I was probably like, nope, I'm out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really interesting. So Alexa, what were you saying? How does that, how does that well, relate? Well, first of all, when you first told me this, so she's, so this morning, Ambie told me, she's like, okay, this is what happened last night. This is the nightmare I had. This is a sleep paralysis thing I had. And then there's this thing, it, it makes me think of this time when I was in sixth grade and this thing happened with the, this woman on the news and telling me to open the door. And I'm like, how do, I'm just sitting here trying to process like what the, how does this all relate? I'm confused, you know? And she's like, I'm confused. Like, I'm just telling you what I'm experiencing. And so when she told me this story about, like, the woman telling on the news saying to open the door, and she opened the door and nothing was there, first of all, for some reason, the first thought in my head was, like, dude, what if you got neuralized? Like, you opened <laughs> the door, but, like, something did, something was there, but then you were, like, implanted with the memory that nothing no, was no, there. Nothing is there. But now – and hey, anything could happen. That still could have been the case. However, now what I'm thinking is that, okay, so we just found out that night that psychic attacks and night terrors are caused by attacking yourself, which you said you yeah. were doing yesterday, and you had a dream and that the the Arcturians were like, tsk, 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 like you're- Yeah, like disappointment. Then, and then you had the feeling like it again, so which connected to the time with the lady on the news where you were definitely doubting yourself and saying, I'm crazy, this can't be happening, and yeah. doubting whether you should open the door or, what, or listen or mm-hmm. to what, what you knew to be true. So we that's it. Case closed. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Well, yesterday, so as I'm thinking about it, it is partly the thing I was texting you, but it spiraled into like a lot of it. So there's this – um, this relates. There's this ad, this filter on TikTok that allegedly can detect ghosts. So Alexa and I talked about this a while ago privately, and I said, I don't think it's detecting ghosts. I think what it's doing is it's detecting shapes in the shapes of humans, and then with the movement of your camera, it's moving, right? And for a lot of these videos, I still think that to be true, actually. I still think that you can rationalize a lot of it. But yesterday, um, people have been tagging me in some of these videos asking, like, is there really a ghost here? And so yesterday, someone tagged me in a video and I saw it and I was like, oh, shit, like, wait a minute. There's a, there is like an actual spirit in that one. Like, I can see them even when they're not on, like, in the thing, in the filter. And so I started looking at more of these. I went down a rabbit hole yesterday. It doesn't matter. <laughs> And so I started looking at more of these and some of them really had spirits. And I was like, oh shit, like I bet I could do this. Let's see if I can do this. And so 
It took me probably two hours, literally, not exaggerating, walking around my house like a crazy person. My husband kept calling me a ghostbuster, joking around with me. And um, what I've determined is a lot, I was trying to be really scientific about it. So one of a spirit came forward and we were actually communicating and I only got like 60 seconds of the communication, but it's pretty cool. And I guess what made me doubt myself and everything was that some people, and if you listen to this, I love you so much, but some people were like, no, I think it's just a filter. I don't believe it. And I was like, what the hell? And then I started doubting, like, all you have is your word. Like you're like, my word is so important and it's so important that I'm honest and so important that like, that I don't lie and that I'm really truthful and you know what I mean? I'm expressing what I know to be true. And so yesterday before I went to bed, I remember thinking about what I text you and then all of these other things that I'm like, have I been a hundred percent honest in my life? And I was just really like beating myself up. And it's not that I'm lying about the filter or I'm lying about anything else, but it, I was just emotionally and like mentally beating myself up about like, almost every lie that I've ever told. Mm. So it's really interesting. I forgot about that until we started talking about it. That's interesting. Yeah. Like, but I, I well, I mean, like going back to being a little child. Right. And it, this is probably a way that you're addressing. This is all triggering this to come up so that you can really release this because this is clearly mm-hmm. going to hold you back from stepping up to that next level. Um, and, you know, I think I think with that whole thing, it's really about deciding that everybody can have their own opinion and people can disagree with you and even people who have the same abilities as you can say, no, that's not real or, you know, whatever. Right. But it's about you g- giving that validation to yourself. I feel like that's a big theme for you or a big thing. Um, for you moving forward is like about you tell deciding within yourself that it doesn't like you just said it doesn't matter what other people feel or think it matters what you feel and think and you validating that for yourself um, mm. and I feel like that's what Arc Nine would be saying you know is like what does it mean to you how does it feel to you mm. not about is it right or is it wrong you know because everyone's gonna have a different experience. Um, by the way, we've had so many comments. I'm so sorry. I haven't been um, <laughs> reading them. Uh, a lot of people talking about – well, first of all, Lori says, does Ambie have pink in her hair? Love it. Ambie does. Thank yeah, you. she does. Uh, Justine says, hey, girls, I hate sleep paralysis. Brian says, it's actually a crucial step into astral projection also. Yeah, I have heard that as well. Really? Mm-hmm. Man. Which, yeah, actually, what's interesting is when I had my sleep paralysis experience, almost like two days, it was probably just two days later, I had an experience of, I guess this is astral projection. This is the only experience I've ever had like this, where I wake up and I'm in my bed, like mm-hmm. my current bed, and it's dark and it looks exactly like it, w- like nothing is different. And my, I think my fiance was on a work trip at the time, so I was the only one in the bed. And suddenly I realized that I'm floating above the bed, like halfway between my bed and my ceiling, I'm floating there. 
And literally, I think to myself, holy shit, I'm floating. Like, this is happening. Because I'd read about astral projection and like the beginning stages of it. I'm like, oh my God. So I go, okay, I got to see if this, if I can get myself to the bathroom. I wanted to see if I could like direct myself in the air to the bathroom. And I bumped into, I tried, but it was like learning to drive. I like bumped into my dresser really hard. It didn't hurt, but I just remember it was like, oh, like bumper cars, like bouncing off and being like, okay, no, I got to turn it this way, turn my body this way. And I went into the bathroom and then all of a sudden it was like zap. I, I came back into my body. Um, And then I went to sleep and the next morning I remembered it so clearly and I was like, was that a dream? But it felt so real. So, um, and I got really excited because I I really wanted to astral project, but nothing ever happened after that. Wow. Um, Jenna said, I had an experience with sleep paralysis last week while falling asleep. I had never had that happen before sleeping before and it terrified me. Intuitively, I felt like it happened that way because the shifting of energy and the thinning of the veil or I'm just nuts, haha, but I'm glad I'm not alone. No, you're not alone, girl. I've never had it before either until last night. Uh, Melanie said, I've had two. Felt strange but not frightened. I feel like it's a message, so I became curious, and it was my own fear of whatever had been going on in my life. Yeah. It's always about what's going on with you. Brooke says, Alexa, your imagination is amazing and hilarious. My, I think my neuralize, my neuralizer idea. <laughs> uh, Jenna said, I love this whole conversation. I needed this message. Lola Boots says, I have nights where I feel like I slam back into my body from the ceiling the second I wake up. That's cool. Been traveling. Yeah. Been traveling. I don't know how I feel about astral projection or astral travel. Like, to be honest, I got a a big download when you and I first started talking. Remember, I would tell you, like, it would just, like, bombard me with images and and. Um, thoughts and stuff like that but I tried it and I chickened out and I was like I don't want to do it I don't want to yeah astral projection yeah yeah yeah, I remember that when you yeah we were like looking it up on like wicca how how do you astral project like seven steps first lay down on the bed and with it it, with diagrams (laughs) (laughs) who makes those wiki house I don't know but praise you whoever you are good good for you because I I need those things um oh good times so how do you feel now like putting that all together um well I feel I don't feel as um uncomfortable I feel like it makes sense and yeah I mean it's like you shouldn't we talked about this before and we're just going to beat a dead horse but you shouldn't doubt yourself you know if you know what you're doing if you know what you're doing is the truth and you know what you're saying is the truth, then other people can have other opinions, even if their opinions. I think it's really interesting for me personally that like my mom doesn't ever believe me, which is fine. Um, My family doesn't ever believe me and it doesn't bother me, but like people that I really respect that don't believe me and that have the same ability. I'm like, wait a minute, maybe I'm wrong. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's just really, it's really interesting. Good lesson. And it's like not, I feel like it's also not wanting to be the odd one out, like not Mm -hmm. wanting to be the one who, and that's so your personality too. You're always like, 
even just with the regular stuff, you're like, wait, if we're going to be, you joke about it, but it's like, if we're going to be doing like this with our eyebrows or whatever, you got to tell me, remember? you <laughs> like if we're there gonna be... things I should know. I didn't know we were supposed to pencil in her eyebrows now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A memo. But yeah. like you want, you always want to be like, that's just such a part of your personality. I feel like you want to be connected and like doing like, in, in simpatico with everybody. You, you know, know what's interesting is because in the sixth grade, going back to the sixth grade, maybe I'm healing a lot of trauma from, yeah. middle, from middle school. Sixth grade. But going back to the sixth grade, I was always left out. I was mm. always the oddball out. No one wanted to be my friend. Like it was, it was a really hard three. Middle school was tough. Yeah. But yeah. And so that feeling of feeling like left out. It's actually come up earlier in the week too. Jesus, man. And instead of going into my normal, like, they don't like me, blah, 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 right? What I noticed is when it happened, I was like, no, everybody likes you. Mm-hmm. It's okay. This was actually like your your fault in some way. Like this happened mm-hmm. in some way. And then I double checked and I was like, shit, it was my fault. So it was like... Yeah. It's just really, it's just really interesting that I'm starting to see like, no, you weren't intentionally left out. Yeah. This was something that you could have been a part of and you chose not to be a part of it. Yeah. You're seeing the broader narrative of what was really going on and how you perpetuated the narrative that served you the most at that time, Mm -hmm. which was a limiting narrative. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, got to change it now. Yeah. That's the best feeling, though, when you when you suddenly are able to. It feels like a, a maturity, like a spiritual, emotional maturity, to be able to look at those stories that just felt so like, no, this is just the way it happened. This is like what happened to me, and to finally be able to see, no, I wanted that to be happening on some level. I wanted to play into that because it 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 helped me hide or it helped me feel like I couldn't move forward or it helped me feel safe or in a weird backwards way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what's weird about you talking about sixth grade and how you're healing a lot of stuff from sixth grade? I just was sitting there going, thinking about some stuff that's been coming up this week for me that I never think about that was – I like even last night when I was going to bed, I was thinking about it and really, again, like kind of seeing the broader – picture of it and how it relates to things I still deal with that still trigger me. And I just realized, I'm like, when did that happen? Oh, that happened in sixth grade. (laughs) Like these really, really emotionally scarring things. Like there's something that happened to me in sixth grade that, well, I'll just tell you. So I had this, my first boyfriend, um, I, I call him that because so weird. When I moved, I switched schools in sixth grade. I went to this new school. And when I got to this new school, I don't even know how this happened, but there was this boy in my class who it was like, we never even talked, but we just liked each other and everybody knew it. And for mm-hmm. years, everybody just knew that we liked each other, but like, I don't know how we liked each other. Cause we literally never talked. But um, then, then he like asked me out in like fifth grade. But even then we like talked on the phone like one time. <laughs> It's just so funny to think back. Weird thing is that we ended up actually dating later. Seriously, he was like my one of my first like actually like serious boyfriends. Wow. 12 years later, we like reunited and we it was like a very intense connection. So it makes me think back on that and be like, okay, that's what it 
we did have an intense connection. We just hadn't spoken. It was an energetic connection. Um, but anyway, so, okay, so we're like dating, right? And then we get to sixth grade, which is middle school. So I had this best friend at the time who had been in love with him since before I came to that school. So she'd probably been in love with him since like kindergarten. And I came to the school in second grade and we just were like a weird thing. But this girl was my best friend. And um, then in sixth grade, we get to middle school. And all of a sudden, one day, it's just like word is spreading that he doesn't like me anymore and he likes her. Mm-hmm. And and so I'm dealing with this like, okay, I feel like I'm out of control. This person doesn't like me anymore. And, and on top of that then, it was like I expected her to be like, my friend, but instead it was like, oh, thank God I've waited for this day since kindergarten. And it was like off to the races. Like she was like, like, like people were like congratulating her. Like she'd finally like won this award or something. (laughs) And I just, I'm sitting there looking at the whole thing. And what's weird is I never think about this. I never, I, and so the other day I was just having a moment of being like, dude, that was really emotionally scarring. Like, I lose my, this guy, like my boyfriend or the person that I think like I love or whatever. Right. And my best friend in the same, it's like, peace, I'm leaving you for your best friend. And oh, best friend is like, peace, I'm leaving for this. And I'm just like alone. (laughs) And um, so I was, I was recognizing that and recognizing, dude, that was really harsh for sixth grade. It was really hard. And I think it led to a lot of other things in in my future life. And I don't know why I'm telling you all the details of this, just that it's interesting how maybe these like deeper layers of things that we've haven't been paying so much attention to are now rising to the surface for us to be like, whoa, uh, and process and let go of and send forgiveness to. Um, Melanie said, my eight-year-old grandson just told me yesterday that anger is all about an inside hurt from when you were little. Aww. Oh, my gosh. That I, is so profound. Wow. I, it, isn't it interesting how children can say the most profound things because there's no bullshit around it? It's yeah. just so – it's so, like, succinct in a way. It's yeah. so right to the heart of it. Love yeah. it. I laughed at um, – it was being rude, apparently. And, um, like, Oliver, my four-year-old, like, he, he like, bumped into something, did something. But he laughed. He was laughing at himself, too. Okay? Okay. And Brynn. <laughs> You're like, let me preface this. He was laughing, too, so it's okay sure. that I was laughing. Just want to make sure that everybody knows. But, um, yeah, so Brynn was like, it's not nice to laugh at people when they're in pain. And I was like, oh, well, I'm a dick. <laughs> Like, I felt like such an asshole. I'm like, thanks. It's true. But for some people, it's a coping mechanism. Or it's like maybe, some people have Maybe for lives. Oliver it is. Yeah. Oliver is like, ah, it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. It's so that's, – it's sweet how sensitive Bryn is though. Yeah. Yeah. She like, – yesterday, um, she was saving worms – and then we got me saving thinking. worms. Yes. Oh. So Alex was pressure washing the deck um, by the pool, and all the worms were coming out because of the water. Yeah. Right? But they'll drown because 
yeah, they'll drown. So, um, so Bren was like literally screaming, "You're killing the worms!" Yeah. to like, my husband, and so she's like picking them up and transporting them to a different part of the yard. Mm. And I just thought that was so nice. But then part of me was like, I wonder if they're like, I've been captured by yeah. me. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> they're like, what is their experience? Yeah. You know? If it was actually more traumatizing than for them to be right? taken. <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, no, don't take me from my family. Exactly. Um, uh, Jenna says, I've been very surprised by the things I discover in my shadow work. My tapping session with Alexa was so powerful, but things came up that I never expected. It's interesting how little moments can have a huge impact, but it's beautiful that we have the power to dive back in and heal it. Melanie says, that's it. I'm booking a tapping session. Oh, awesome. Melanie, Yay! it'd be great to tap with you. Actually, speaking of that, my um, my rates are going – I've had this, like, big discount going on, this 111 discount for the past, like, two months, two and a half months for just, you know, to offer more support during COVID. Uh, but my rates are going to go back up to 145 come May. So book before then if you want to get the 111 deal. Um Snap, snap, snap. Um, also, Ambie, should we talk about what? Oh, Awaken Atlantis. Awaken Atlantis. Y'all, this is gearing up to be mega powerful. Intense work here. Keep going, Alexa. Yeah, we just added another person who, like, we're both really excited about, I think, because, mm-hmm. like, as this group is forming, it just feels like this super group where you're just like, oh, my God. Like each time someone joins, you're like, oh, that's a part of this thing. Okay. All right. You know, like, because we know, we know a lot, most of the people joining, like we kind of know what they're about and what they bring to the table. So it's really cool to see who's being drawn in and uh, getting to see a little taste of like what's going to be added to this group because of everybody's particular knowledge and gifts and skill sets and um uh, we're just really excited to get this started. So we have a few spots left. Um, we are starting on June 1st. Um, so we are going to do a little bit of rolling admission, um, but not much. And and not if we fill up. Like if we fill up, we fill up and we're only taking 10 people and that's that. Um, but uh, yeah, we are starting with the group on June 1st. Um, if this is something you want to be a part of, it's a year-long mastermind, um, send us a message. And just to give you guys kind of a little more info, if you haven't heard of this already, it's a year-long mastermind for intuitives and light workers and healers who are really looking to um, share their gifts with the world in a big way and and uh, develop their gifts and heal whatever's limiting them from sharing them and then like truly find a way to connect with their audience, build their community, and share their gifts with the world. So mm. I just got the download that we're going to do shadow work too. Ooh. Right fun. fun, fun, fun. Yeah. So I've gotten the download about this group that like I'm going to develop my intuition just from being in the group. And I'm like super excited about that because my intuition has been developing quite a bit. But like I keep getting the the feeling like, well, you can take this further. You could do more Mm -hmm. with this. So um, yeah, this is something that you want in on. Email us. We'll set up a call. See if it's a good fit. What else, Ambie? Your Uh, workshop? 
Oh yeah. I'm doing in six days on the 30th. I'm going to be doing a workshop. Um, normally I do a class that I am not doing for the month of June, but for the month of July, I will be doing a four week class again called growing your gifts. And it's a one-on-one class with, you know, you and I, um, but for the month of May, what I'm going to do is like a one and a half hour workshop where we go over psychic development. We go over mediumship development, how to connect to loved ones. And that one only has, I think, five more spots. So whoop, whoop, whoop. exciting stuff. Um, so if you want in on that, go to my website, ambrosiamatthews.com under uh, book a session. It's at the bottom under events. Sweet. We'll link it up in the show notes. Everybody take advantage of that. Um, and yeah, let's uh, – oh, oh, we had our first new moon circle um, was on amazing. Friday. It was so fun. Yeah, what did you think, Camby? Oh, my God. I loved it. It was so nice and relaxing and um, it felt so – nice to be a part of a community like that. Like I know yeah. we're we're always a part of a community, but this was like re- more intimate. Yeah, we got to see everyone face to face, like everyone was on the Zoom and it was so beautiful. Leah Liebler, our like soul sister and we she she does her retreats with us, she does her social media, she's amazing. Um she is such she leads such beautiful ceremony and she mm-hmm. led this beautiful new moon circle. Um, and it was so, I agree. It was so amazing to see everybody and just like see everybody really getting into this beautiful space of, um, intention and creation and, uh, everyone got to share a little bit. And so, yeah, if you want to be a part of the next moon circle, uh, you can check it out. It's our $10 Patreon tier. Um, and, uh, we'll add you to the private Facebook group. You can also access the circle that we just did because all the circles are going to be recorded and replayed in the group. Um, and what else? Ambie, you're doing your intuitive insights every Sunday. Ooh, tonight. Yes, I yes. am. I'm excited. Last, last week you teased that this week, you were doing the forecast for last week and you were like, this week is like whatever, but the next week is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. So- and I think that's true. Like I've had a lot of fun this week, a lot of different, um, well, I'll tell you guys in the forecast. Yeah. You'll get to see it in the forecast. So that is our, our $15 tier. Ambie does uh, a blazer just to be funny today. What'd you say? I should wear a blazer just to be funny. Yeah. Like a news anchor. Over here. Or the weathercaster, yeah. Weathercaster, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so you guys can check out our Patreon and uh, get in on those tiers. Um, oh, Justine just said, I totally recommend Ambie's Develop Your Gifts class. It has been super helpful for me. Totally. And um, be, I'll, I'll vouch for Ambie too. Just being like, just being around Ambie <laughs> has been so helpful for me and my intuition it's genuinely it's like osmosis but it's also you you just like you hold such great space and you 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 are such a teacher and it's it's so beautiful to like watch you stepping into this so definitely check out Ambie's class um yeah anything else I think you covered everything I think it's good it's good it's good all right everybody Well, we love you. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Hope you do something 
relaxing and fun. And so much love to you. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.